This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on valuing failure and valuing stories of failure and reporting and sharing these stories with our children. Um, I am a huge advocate of learned optimism and optimism coming from failures and learning from our failures and um, helping our children develop a growth mindset to where they can really grow in the process of failing. The values of failure, being able to take risks, being able to bounce back from setbacks, being able to learn resilience and perseverance. But I think that um, so often as parents, we don't spend a lot of time sharing with our children about our own failures. And we have many failures. Um, Certainly there's character failures. There's moments when we were arrogant or moments when we lacked humility or pride got the best of us. Um, But I want to talk about um, episodic memories, specific stories that we have, failures growing up. And if we have done a good job really reflecting and owning our top failures, um, we can share those stories with our children, and I think it can be powerful. I think it can be a bridge into the important aspect of connecting with our children. What's an important aspect of connecting with our children? That's when parents are vulnerable. See, especially with teenagers, they want to connect with parents. Being vulnerable produces more connection than providing lectures um, or instructions. Uh, teens don't need to be controlled. They need connection through vulnerability. But we can start young. We can start young. And it happens. One of the ways that this happens is through connecting at the level of failures, being able to value failure. So let me just run through a list of my failures. Um, Several years ago, I did my taxes wrong, and uh, we had to pay a penalty. But let me talk about the the the, the failures of growing up. Um, you know, I, I I certainly remember a time when uh, a boy was being picked on, and I look back and I did not stand up for that boy. Um, and you know, I'm going to keep it vague here, uh, but that in and of itself. I failed. I failed to stand up for a boy who needed my help. And it was a chance for me to take a risk, show some leadership, and be courageous. Uh, And that happened um, with children my own age. I remember in elementary school, I was messing around during a spelling bee. Now, I really believed at the time I was a great speller. But here I was fooling around, uh, and then I misspelled the word balloon. And I was one of the uh, finalists in our classroom. Um, And I misspelled the balloon because I was in the process of being arrogant. You know, I'll never forget in the seventh grade. um, I believe that that, uh, in the seventh grade I was playing basketball. And the the referee called a one-and-one, a foul. And the... the, uh, shooter went to the free throw line and he called one and one. So as a reminder, if you miss the first, the ball's in play. If you make the first free throw, you get a second free throw. Well, I seem to be the only 
kid who knew it was one and one, and when he missed the free throw, I left the free throw line and I grabbed the rebound. Um, and and then I shot a layup and I missed. I grabbed another rebound. I shot a layup and I missed. I grabbed another rebound. At this point, all of the players on the court were just standing there at the free throw line, wondering what I was doing. But the ball was in play, so I shot a fourth. So I, I shot a third layup. I missed. I got a rebound, my fourth rebound, and I turned to the boys. I said, "Come on, boys, let's play some basketball." And uh, when I said that, I took a couple steps, and the ref blew the whistle and called traveling. And for basketball fans out there, oh my goodness, all the kids on the court, and I remember maybe a hundred or hundreds of uh, other middle school kids and fans laughing. Um, that was embarrassing. One of my most embarrassing moments. And when you think about a seventh grader, a colossal failure, right? Um, when I was in the eighth grade, see, I grew up in Chicago. And anyone that's listening who grew up in Chicago knows uh, the value, especially of, of White Sox fans, but especially Cubs fans. I grew up as a Cub fan. I was all Cubs, and so and I loved baseball. I had several friends: John, Brian, Chad, uh, Charles, uh, Danny, David. Uh, you know, we just loved baseball. We loved the Cubs, and um, we just, you know, I I just loved growing up watching the Cubs, and I loved baseball. And when I was in the eighth grade, uh, trying out for the baseball team, and I was cut. I was cut. I did not make the team. Another failure. It was a hard break. When I was a senior in high school, uh, we were not a very good basketball team. Um, but we, in the playoffs, against one of the top teams, had a five-point lead with two minutes left. And I remember being in the backcourt, getting a 10-second call as the point guard. We went on to lose that game. And... I did retrospective processing now for many years. It was so hard to let go, your last game. And that failure, it, st it stung and stayed with me for many years. Uh, my dream, so another failure, my dream was to play college basketball. And um, I went on to try out my first year at the University of St. Thomas and was cut. I then went on to uh, practice, uh, gain muscle, gain, gain in fitness, improve my skills. Second year, by third week, uh, I was, I was uh, in the hospital with pneumonia, had anxiety, dehydrated, and didn't take care of myself with the hydration and the nutrition and uh, but in the hospital, finding out from my dad, a good friend of mine, Renee, told my father, who then brought the news to me that I was cut. I did not make the team. I was crushed. A dream of mine um, crashing to the ground. And, um, you know, I, I believe that I could try and make it then the third year, but eventually uh, common sense got a hold of me and... and uh, I ended up on a different path, making different decisions, which was good. Um, and many good things happened after that. But I do not discount the failure. 
that I experienced. And I think that was a huge failure and something that I think so much good came out of it. And I'll never forget persisting and trying so hard and my perseverance and wanting something so badly and putting my heart to it. And But look, I came up short. I, it was a failure. And I grew a lot from it. Um, but there were a lot of tears, no doubt. Um, and, you know, in 1994, um, I had a registration issue. I, I registered, going back to my freshman year, I registered for a class called Humans in the Environment. I did not need it. I just thought it was interesting. I did not need it for a core class. I didn't need it for my major or minor. Uh, and I did very poorly at it. Ended up with a D in the class, which which affected my GPA long term. Um, but you know, I know F is a failure. But but look, in my mind, that was a failure, uh, especially at the issue of registration. <laughs> um, so yes, that was a minor academic failure compared to the failure uh, of my dream for college basketball. But some are big, some are small, and I could go on. Um, but I wanted to share a list uh, or some of the failures that are in my top ten. And um, the stories are available to me. And at the right time, I'm going to share these and many other stories. And it happens first with reflection, taking time to reflect on our own lives. And then being ready to step into that come into that window at the right time to share the story of failure that we have had. See, failure isn't a bad word. Just like anxiety, we want to be unafraid of anxiety. We want to be unafraid of fear. That's the key to fearlessness. Right? In the same way, we want to be unafraid of failure. That's the key to taking risks. That's the key to not locking up. And that's the key to reinterpreting differently to where we can interpret with resilience and with optimism. So parents out there, take some time, reflect, know your failures, and see that failures can be turned, yes, in a positive, but um, know them. And there's so much that can be taken out of our failure stories and share those failure stories. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. Even share some feelings. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on valuing our failure stories.